Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. This is Sunday, April 3rd, and this is your daily financial news. Folks, do me a favor, right at the beginning of the video, please smash that like button, leave me a comment, even if you just want to say hello or hi, I will do my best to get back to you. I'm trying to test the whole YouTube algorithm thing. The earlier you hit thumbs up, the earlier you see a comment, perhaps we will see a rise in viewership. So I want to test it out, do me a favor. Uh, go ahead and leave a thumbs up, comment, all of that great stuff. I would greatly appreciate it. Lots of great stuff to kick off today. First and foremost, all of us need to thank uh, John, one of my viewers, subscribers, and students. He once again did a week's worth of effort for us. We talked about adding to the 52-year spreadsheet. John yesterday highlighted yield curve inversions and recessions. Uh, That has now been added to the spreadsheet. And yes, we continue to give it away for free. All you have to do is sign up for the course on Teachable, the free course. It is there. Go get it. Then John, with the extra mile for you, he went ahead and summarized the four phases or stages of a real estate market, kind of tried to quantify the characteristics of each. And yes, we gave that away as well. Next up, I want to congratulate uh, Darren for finding the Easter egg on my website. Yes, folks, I have a website called onerentalatatime.com. I never talk about it, but I hit an Easter egg on the courses tab. And if you go there and find it, you will get one of these. So uh, I don't know. It's fun. So we've got two people that found the Easter egg. I thought that was fun. And then, of course, The thing that I'm most excited about, I truly enjoy announcing these at the beginning of the daily financial news. Maskey Finance, a a great YouTube channel. This is, uh, I think I've sent him four or five of these, but he let me know yesterday that his portfolio in four years is now 25 units. Congratulations, Maskey Finance. That is quite an accomplishment. Antonio, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go off in the mail. And Pam. Congratulations on your next deal. Uh, it, your card will go out in the mail. These these cards will drop in the mailbox today. Darren, your T-shirt will um, go out tomorrow. Post office is closed today, so that'll go out tomorrow. But that is a lot of fun. Uh, on to the daily news or headlines that I read this morning. Let's start with Tesla. Uh, Tesla uh, announced deliveries on Saturday, which I thought was interesting. Didn't know. Uh, Tesla delivered 310,048 cars in Q1. By comparison, they delivered 184,800 last year. That's a, that's a pretty amazing growth, I must say. I've seen different calls for expectations. One expectation was 317. Another expectation was 308. I don't have a dog in the fight, so either they barely missed or they beat. Either way, 310,000 Teslas uh, delivered in Q1. Quite impressive, at least in my opinion. Uh, As for the week ahead, lots of important stuff for us to watch. 
Monday, we get a durable goods report. I think this this report is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be positioned as one of the two following. And hear me out. I think if durable goods numbers come out strong, I believe the media will talk about it. This is the the last good number. Then if the numbers come out bad or weak or below expectations, the talk track will be, this is the first bad number. I think the psychology of the market is stagflation leading to a recession. I think the yield curve inversion is causing lots of people to go, something is broken. Uh, I stand by my uh, whiteboard call of 2022 and 2023 economic review. If you haven't seen it, there's a playlist called whiteboard. I take you through it. It's so far so good uh, on my call. Tuesday, we have some earnings coming out. We have active act, acuity brands. Sorry, couldn't read my writing for a second. Acuity brands, they're in the industrial space. So it's going to be what is going on with big expenditures, right? Are they pulling back? Are they buying more? We shall see. My guess is they're pulling back. Then we have green buyer companies. This is a company in the freight segment. What is going on freight? We have seen freight skyrocket and then come back. Uh, What is going on in that world? Wednesday is probably the big day of the week, Wednesday. The reason it is a big day of the week is going to be the Fed minutes. We're going to get the Fed minutes from that meeting that they greatly disappointed. Well, they greatly disappointed me. They didn't disappoint the market. They gave the market what they expected. And if you recall, I was calling for a 50 basis point move for seemingly six months and was wrong. Uh, They only raised a quarter. I want to see the notes. I want to see how many uh, Fed presidents were talking about 50 basis. I have a sneaky suspicion. It's more than James Bullard. Uh, Because if you remember the actual announcement, there was only one dissent. And that was James Bullard. He is the hawk. I'm going to guess more people were talking about it. Since then, we've had eight, eight Fed presidents come out and say a half is coming. So it's going to be interesting. On top of that, we have Levi Strauss. What is going on with demand? What's going on with consumers? What's going on with input cost? Cotton, for example, what's going on with shipping? Are they seeing backlogs and whatnot? Lots of stuff going on. Thursday, we've got Constellation Brands. Uh, They're like a packaged food company, right? What is going on with packaged food? Are are people still stocking their cupboards or are they trading down? One of the things that you will see heading into a recession is people trade down. They go from name brand to off brand. They go from beef to chicken. Yeah, I and uh, I've said it many times, something I don't believe I've shared. It got so bad in my household. We went with powdered milk for a little while. Yeah, inflation is bad, folks. Inflation is bad. There was a time where in in the United States, living in California, my family had to switch to powdered milk. We were so broke. It's coming. It's it's coming. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's Conagra Brands is packaged food. I misread my notes. Constellation Brands is alcohol. My suspicion is alcohol is still going on. But are we, again, down-selecting? Are we going from hard alcohol to wine, wine to beer? What, what are we doing? What's going on with Constellation and ConAgra? Friday, we do get oil rig counts. 
Uh, lots of stuff going on in the oil market. We have, uh, you know, the president having a million barrels of strategic reserve, I think, released. Is it released a day? I think it was released a day, right? Uh, so, again, bringing down gas prices, hopefully. I'm interested in oil rigs. What is going on? Are we pumping more? Are we are more operational? Are they offline? What is going on? And we will get that on Friday. Uh, again, we need to talk about the Fed getting to neutral. I want you to understand what neutral is. It's an important theory. You're going to hear Fed presidents use that language, and I don't want you to be surprised. The Fed needs to get to neutral. Generally speaking, there is no one that disagrees. No one. Where they do disagree is important. How fast and how high is neutral? Those are important variables. Let's just say neutral is 3%. The question of how fast is, do we get there this year or do we slow roll it and get there by next summer? The outcomes are very different. Just think about the housing market. The housing market has seen 250 basis point move in the cost of money in about 11 or maybe now 12 weeks. That is going to dent demand and I think cause supply destruction as well. Going too fast is a problem. But what is that speed? And is there a right speed? Can the Fed thread the needle and have a soft landing? I do not think so, but that is at least something to strive for. Then we talk about how high. Again, the Fed is clearly telling us their favorite inflation indicator is PCE, personal consumption expenditures. We should all follow it. I believe uh, it peaked uh, last reporting, which was last week. I want to call it at five points, or was it 6.4? I think it was 6.4, and then core was 5.6. Again, what does that mean, right? Where are we at the end of the year? The Fed funds rate has to equal inflation that is, quote, neutral. Again, how fast and how long does it take to get there? Yield curve inversion. I read a very interesting article about yield curve inversion the other day. One of the interesting things to think about, historically speaking, right, we've all heard that the yield curve is inverted. It has predicted recessions many times. What you probably haven't heard is how fast yield curves have inverted. So 2019, late in the year, the yield curve inverted. This is why I sold some apartments. I said, ooh, we are heading to a recession. And then, of course, the pandemic happened and don't the Fed put and all of that. So I was wrong. But who knew? But did you know that the yield curve inverted 1,349 days after the first red Fed rate rise. That's over three years. So the Fed was raising rates slowly for three years until uh, the yield curve inverted. That is slow and measured. 2000, another environment I have talked about a lot that cost me to lose a lot of money. The yield curve inverted in 2000. It, it took 217 days after the first rate rise for the yield curve to invert. That's about seven months. You have any idea how fast the yield curve inverted in 2022? It took 16 days 
1-6-16. It took 16 days after the Fed inverted or the Fed raised rates the first time for the yield curve to invert. Folks, we are repricing risk right now. The market is broken. It is going to get messy. I do not see a soft landing. I don't see how you get there. We have to adjust risk capital. We have to punish bad allocators. We have to punish SPACs. It's just, yes, and unfortunately, unemployment must go up. But again, we have so much momentum in the economy, right? Uh, Unemployment's going down, and I'm calling it for it to go down more. So I think we have a decent year in 2022. But I do not see currently a rosy picture in 2023. Let's talk about a housing bubble because, again, Dallas Fed is getting a lot of press for calling for a housing bubble. I want to just remind you of the variables that caused the last one and caused every housing bubble that I have researched, including the SNL, the the Texas crash, some, some local ones. Number one, number one, and the biggest way to see a housing crash coming. And this is something I am watching right now. Right now I'm watching these. Is there a focused program, a focused initiative, a want needed desire by the powers that be to give everybody a home? What I mean by give everybody a home is are we having unqualified people get the keys to a new home? That is what we saw the last 18 months of 2005 and 2006. I declined tenants for poor credit, poor income, and they bought a home. That is not a recipe for success. Yes, some people probably made it work, but the majority did not. So if we create programs in the near future that ultimately gives the keys to someone who is not yet qualified, again, not yet qualified, Getting on the property ladder is awesome. It should be a goal. If everybody has that goal, it should happen for you. But if you're not ready, does giving you the keys make sense? It's like giving a 16-year-old the keys to a Ferrari. It'll feel good for a minute until he wraps the car around a telephone pole. It doesn't end well in most cases. Number two, number two, the debt structure. This is why I'm a little nervous about Canada and New Zealand. I talked about them last week. I did some research. In a rising rate environment, if rates continue to move up and these five-year arms, adjustable rate mortgages roll over and they have to refi at higher rates, that has me nervous. Because again, what caused the big blow up in the US? 50% of mortgage, adjustable rate, two-year teasers, 28 fully amortized at much higher rates. And it became cheaper to rent. But wait, mom and dad stayed in the house for two years, rent free, right? So again, be careful. The cost of capital is going up. This is why I think we're going to have a recession. Did you know that $45 billion in deals have been pulled because of interest rates? $45 billion. 100 companies have delayed IPOs. Delayed acquisitions, delayed loan structures, because it made sense to borrow at 3%. It doesn't make sense to borrow at 6 Deals are being repriced. This is a wake-up call for all of us. The market is changing. Be careful. 
Kathy Wood. Kathy Wood out talking her book again, which I do not blame her for. Kathy Wood said, if the Fed raises rates, it will be a mistake. Kathy, it will be a mistake for your tech companies with lots of revenue and no earnings. Your multiples are going to get smashed. Some of your bets will go bankrupt. It is not the wrong decision. It is, it is about time we protect Main Street and crush Wall Street. That's what raising rates are doing. And Kathy, you were, uh, you were right for a long time. I would say lucky. I did, uh, I did actually report on Kathy Wood about nine months ago saying that her strategy wasn't going to work long term. Nailed it. Again, all of these things, we have to realize there is less money sloshing around in the system. For the last year or so, it has been a wise move. And I did it. And I told others to do it, to refi dead money, cash out refi dead money. It is one thing to take dead money out of an office or apartment with 30-year fixed at 399. It is very different at seven and a half. I got quoted the other day for another uh refi if I wanted to at seven and a half. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'll do 399, but not seven and a half. These are all decision and it's why money is going to slow down, right? It is it is going to be interesting. Something I saw very interesting about New Mexico. I hope this is true. Uh, I only read it once and I usually like to get multiple sources. New Mexico is going to allow free college. Pretty cool. No income restrictions, which I thought was awesome. Again, free college in the state of New Mexico. I want to read more about it. I think it is a wonderful idea, whether you are getting into college at 19 or you want to go back and add to your skills. There are plenty of college courses that are awesome. In fact, there was one college course that I credit with making a million dollars in my career, and that is public speaking. I was an introvert, shy, wouldn't talk to anybody. Public speaking got me out of my shell and gave me a way to share my voice. There are other amazing classes. Also, you can go to college and find your passion. Maybe your passion is geology or um, arts or whatever. You can turn your passion into a side hustle. Go get it. And then finally, Doug Cass. I watch Doug Cass uh, when I can. He is out saying globalization is dead. This is an interesting concept because what we have learned in the last two years is we are dependent on people that don't like us. And that must change. But what does it mean for the economy? The economy. Globalization is dead means. Companies are going to probably make less profit. We are going to have to pay higher wages. We are going to have inflation longer. Doug Cass is going short the market. So again, talking his book, but at least he's honest. And he is raising cash. Which I thought was interesting. And then, of course, Doug Cass with the quote of the day, the Fed is clueless. Yes, folks, that is your daily financial news. We do it every day at 730, except Thursdays at 7. 
I hope you like, subscribe, comment, be a part of the channel. We are doing amazing things. If you want to get one of these cards, all you have to do is close a deal. Send me your address. I will send it out. If you are interested in my courses uh, and you want to get uh, a little gift for signing up, there's an Easter egg on my website, one rental at a time. It'll get you one of these. So go check it out. Today, we should be speaking with Todd Baldwin and Dan Bird. Uh, I haven't gotten confirmation from Todd yet, but hopefully we will. I want all of you to have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. It is Sunday, right? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, April 3rd. Bye-bye.